everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Did you know some of us have more faith than others? In today's passage, Matthew 8, which I hope you've read or will take time to read later, we explore many of the miracles Jesus performed. But I want to use our time today to talk about faith, as two contrasting examples of faith are presented in this chapter. The first, as talked about in today's Devo, is that of the centurion. He had great faith, which caused Jesus to marvel. Whereas the second example is presented later on in chapter eight, when Jesus says his disciples are marked by little faith. And as I spent some time thinking about those two examples, they begged the question, what's the metric for determining when you move from little faith to maybe an adequate amount of faith to a great amount of marvel causing faith? And as I thought about that, Something inside of me honestly revolted against that scale because it seems dangerous to rank faith. And I know if I'm ranking my faith in comparison with some of my friends, I'm definitely running straight into danger. But I think we can use Matthew 8, however, as a helpful checkpoint. A picture is painted in this chapter of someone who's got marvel-causing faith and a group of people who have little faith. So there is a difference in the amount of faith different people can have in any given situation or scenario. So it's worth asking, how are we doing in the faith department? Are you marked by Marvel causing faith or little faith? There's a helpful website called Got Questions that really helped me do a deep dive into understanding what faith is and what it isn't. So let me tell you what faith isn't. Faith isn't crossing your fingers and hoping for the best. It's not a spiritual word you use to cover up or lie about how worried you might actually be. Faith isn't manifesting what you want to happen or a substitute for reading your Bible or an excuse not to. And faith isn't something you should have in yourself. The scholars who write for Got Questions said this, Faith is a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. But that trust or confidence we have in someone can grow over time as he proves himself faithful time and time again. So think about it, okay? Faith, it's got to start somewhere. Our religion, Christianity, it's rooted in faith. We're saved, as Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 tells us, not on the basis of our works. Rather, we're saved through faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who lived a perfect life, took the punishment for sin that we deserve by dying on the cross. But his story didn't stop there because in accordance with all the Old Testament, he rose from the grave three days later so that by believing in him, we might find life. That's saving faith. Simply put, Christian faith means believing we can count on God. When he says something, he means it. We can count on him. So when we read in Titus 3, 5, he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. When we read that and believe it for the first time, we're saying, I believe there is nothing I can do on my own to make me right with God, but I'm confident God can wash me clean and restore me to a right relationship with him. God has to do it. That's saving faith. But even though we can read tons of stories about God's dependability all throughout history, we'll still sometimes struggle to trust him in our daily lives. I mean, we might believe Jesus in a gospel sense. I'm I'm referring to the faith that saves. We, We believe that, but we can't always see, and I'm doing air quotes with my hands as I say, see God at work. So we struggle and we lack faith. When our circumstances get tough, 
they often reveal how we're doing in the daily faith department. Case in point, the centurion, he was pretty upset his servant was paralyzed. That's tough. But his circumstance revealed a deep faith. His daily situation revealed he believed he could count on Jesus as a powerful healer. Whereas with the disciples, the storm they encountered revealed that they were doubting Jesus's ability or willingness to protect them. And that moment on that day, they weren't sure they could count on him. But the disciples at least knew to wake up Jesus. I mean, that's got to count for something, right? Jesus didn't say, you have no faith. He said, you have little faith, which again begs the question, what's the difference between a lot and a little faith? Why did the centurion's faith cause Jesus to marvel? The Got Questions website suggests that the primary cause behind our struggle to have great faith is that we don't know God as well as we could. You look at the Bible, you see written accounts of all the times God's proved himself to be faithful. That's one way we learn about his character. Think about it. Normally, we don't trust total strangers. The better we know someone and the more time we've spent with them, the more likely we are to believe whatever he or she says. But if God's essentially a stranger to us, we're less likely to believe what he said in his word. If we haven't spent time with him or seen him come through on his word in the past, why should we believe him now? That question is why we struggle. And one solution for us is to spend more time in God's word getting to know him. The centurion's faith likely caused Jesus to marvel because he'd hardly spent any time with Jesus, yet he was unprecedentedly certain he could count on Jesus to heal his servant. Whereas the disciples, they'd spent loads of time with Jesus and weren't confident they could count on him. That's why they had little faith. Faith, it can grow over time. And based off this passage, we see great faith in the centurion. He may not have ever before seen Jesus heal a man, but he was confident that God is who he says he is. Now, faith, it requires a whole lot of confidence in God that we can trust that he is who he says he is based off of proven examples of his character all throughout the scriptures. And I don't know how familiar the centurion was with God's word, but I do know he was certain he could count on Jesus. So who do you say Jesus is? Do your actions support your answer? I'm praying we'll all grow in faith as we study God's word. I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.